the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. Maybe the uh, pandemic isn't over. Now, I could have sworn that the big guy said it was back in September. Now, I don't think he read that from a teleprompter, so he might have been, uh, you know, talking out of school a little bit there. But last week, he did ask Congress for $9.25 billion more dollars to fight COVID. And yesterday, the Department of Health and Human Services endorsed a study that suggests it's time for more mask mandates because of people suffering from long COVID. Here's what the report says, quote, um, <clears throat> many people with long COVID avoid public spaces and events due to a fear of reinfection and the potential worsening of their long COVID symptoms and health impacts. Some may experience PTSD symptoms as a result of trauma they incurred during their acute infection, unquote. It's kind of hard to find a real definition of long COVID, but I guess if you have it, you know it. And it's hard to find any numbers on how many people are actually affected by it. And it may seem mean, I guess, especially on the day before Thanksgiving here. But, you know, if you think you have long COVID or if you think you had it and you don't want to get it again and you're really afraid that you might, maybe you should either stay away from crowded places or maybe you should wear a mask, even though there's more and more evidence that masks are useless. But expecting everybody else to do it? Come on. But Aunt Rachel Levine needs to have something to do. And Aunt Rachel endorsed this study. And your Aunt Rachel loves each and every one of us. So come on, you know, really, what's another year or two of wearing a mask? And don't forget the social distancing. Stay away from everybody. And there might still be time for you to follow Dr. Fauci's advice from yesterday and get tested for COVID, you know, before showing up for Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. That's what he said yesterday. He actually said that. And if dinner's at your house, probably, I guess it would be a good idea if you ask for proof of a recent test before letting a guest in. You know, have somebody stand at the door and check people for their test. You know, follow the science, the science we got from those scientists who said uh, at least two years ago that if we got vaccinated, we'd never have to worry about getting COVID. So come on, put the mask on, head for dinner tomorrow. It's the least you can do. When we come back, we are going to talk to Congressman Guy Reschenthaler about what we should expect when the Republicans take over the House in January. Stick around. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? It couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I can't wait to see how well it helps him with his allergies as the seasons change and he's in the yard more. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago? You were finally out on your own, earning money. You looked at the net amount and thought, 
Whoa, what happened here? It could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for the IRS, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Roy and Jason Locks and the Synergy Group team can help. They will help you create a retirement plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. To receive your complimentary tax analysis, call 412-673-7760. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid paying more to the IRS. Request your complimentary tax analysis today. Call 412-673-7760. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. J.W. Cole Financial and J.W. Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group, Inc. The Synergy Group, Inc. may not give tax advice. Hey, how'd you like to have a new bathroom by Christmas? I don't know. I'm not going to make any promises here, but you might be able to uh, get that done. Give it a try. Uh, Bath R Us is the place to go, and you can find out uh, just how long it will take and what they can do for you. And what they can do for you is totally transform your bathroom, not an overlay. Totally transform any bathroom uh, into the bathroom of your dreams. Uh, Every unit is custom built. It's allowing you to pick all premium accents and accessories. Bath R Us only uses products manufactured here in the United States. And every unit is installed by certified factory technicians and can be completed in days. So you could have it by Christmas. And here's something even better. If you schedule your free in-home estimate right now, and you'll get $1,000 off, plus low to no monthly payments. That's right, $1,000 off and low to no monthly payments. If you call today, 412-752-6880. That's 412-752-6880. Get those uh, low or no monthly payments. Just uh, schedule your free in-home estimate. And uh, you can go to bathrus.com. That's bathrus.com, bath, letter R, us.com, and start loving your bathroom again. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall if you're allergic to pork or if you have gout kidney problems or worsening of painful swollen joints call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions take creon as directed by your doctor and always with food do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation other side effects may include blood sugar changes gas dizziness sore throat and cough these are not all the side effects of creon creon is the number one prescribed epi treatment ask your doctor about creon for epi and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more that's c-r-e-o-n info.com this is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, the last I checked, uh, Republicans are up to 221 seats in the House. It's only been two weeks since the election, and we already know that. Amazing. But uh, that means they're in control for two more years. Guy Reschenthaler is a Republican. He represents the 14th District here in PA, and he joins us now. Guy, thanks for coming on again. Always good to have you. Uh, John, good to be back on, as always, and uh, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Same to you, the same to everybody. So um, you did an op-ed for TheHill.com, and you laid out all the numbers on how much worse worse things are uh, since the Democrats took control of everything two years ago. Uh, And the numbers are really astounding. It's just amazing to read them. But you say that we should all be thankful that Nancy Pelosi isn't in charge anymore. So why should we be thankful? Well, we should be thankful. Look, we had, we've had a disaster over the last two years. And one of the good, the only silver lining that has come from having one party Democrat rule for two years is that we've ripped that veneer off the Democrat party. We've shown that they're not the party of JFK. These are radical socialists. And we can see how their policy, policies lead to uh, inflation, high gas prices, chaos at the southern border, um, the dishonor abroad, the withdrawal and surrender of Afghanistan, for example. So uh, a political um, over politicization of the FBI and the DOJ, the list goes on and on. But what we can be thankful for now is that Republicans have taken the House. I wish we would have taken the Senate. Of course, I wish we would have a much larger number in the House. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. The gavel is going to be handed from Nancy Pelosi to Kevin McCarthy, and we're going to be able to stop a lot of the agenda that's being pushed 
down our throats by the Democrat Party. Uh, two years goes by pretty fast. Um, so, and the numbers are really bad right now. What can Republicans do that could reduce inflation? I don't know, by, I guess, Thanksgiving 2024. Well, one thing we can do is we can just stop the unnecessary spending. We've got inflation for two reasons. Number one is all the money that was injected into the economy. Now, at the beginning of COVID and the shutdowns, we needed that. I would argue it was, it was like a Fifth Amendment taking where we were shutting down businesses. You had to offer compensation for that. Once we got over the pandemic, once we got over the lockdowns, all that money that was injected into the economy did nothing but lead to inflation. And you had real wages shrinking uh, on top of growing prices for food, fuel, housing, everything else. We also have inflation because of our energy policy. Remember, when Donald Trump was in office, gas was about $2.25 a gallon. Uh, It's far higher than that now, of course, and it was up to $5 a gallon just a few months ago. But that is leading to a lot of inflation, too, because now it costs more to get from point A to point B, costs more to bring goods to market, you name it. Everything makes costs more to manufacture products. So what we can do is we can stop uh, injecting money in the economy, number one, and we can try to push back on this radical energy policy that Biden has, in essence, declared war on America's energy independence. I guess uh, I guess my question would be, though, as bad as the numbers are, and I don't disagree with anything you said there, Except that um, you can, I know that the Republicans want to try to, to get that done, but uh, with the way things are, with the, they, the Democrats controlling two out of the three, is it more a case of um, stopping the bleeding and hoping that in two years you can take total control and then really fix things? Or can, can just a small majority in the House uh, actually, can people, people actually see um, concrete, evidence that things are getting better and i see what you're saying so here's what we got to look at john we got to play offense and defense and we've got to be realistic about what we can actually accomplish on both so let's just talk about the defense we need to make sure that we stop the stop the radical agenda coming from the administration and coming from the democrats in congress both senate and the house we're going to be able to do that especially any kind of legislation because remember you got to pass a bill through both chambers and we're not going to pass Anything is detrimental to the United States in the House of Representatives. That's good. That's defense. We're not going to have sweeping legislative reform. We just can't because we can't get it passed in the Senate. We can't get the president to sign it. We also are going to play a very strong offense. And here's what I mean by that. We're going to have a robust, is putting it mildly, robust oversight and investigation. We're going to bring in Mayorkas. We're going to bring in Fauci. We're going to bring in Hunter Biden. We're going to bring in DOJ and FBI officials that have weaponized those institutions. And we're going to we're going to put it on display for the American people to see. We're going to subpoena records. We're going to subpoena individuals, just like they've done for the last two years with us, the former Trump administration. We're going to do it to them in the House. So we're going to do both of those things simultaneously. And the goal is really to increase our margin uh, in the House in 2024, hopefully take the Senate and then. Uh, additionally, take the White House with either Trump or DeSantis, whoever runs. The the um, the, the setup right now is uh, two to one. Um, if you only count the House, I'm, I'm sorry, the Senate and the White House. But if you throw the media in there, you're behind. You're 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 up against a three to one situation right now, uh, and the media are not going to um, be your friends when it comes to these investigations. Uh, how are you going to so be able that, to get yeah. they're, they're just they're just not. And now they'll either based on their record, they'll either ignore it, which I think is most likely, or they'll distort it one or the other. Well, look, we can't control the media. And I right. tell people this all the time. We can't we can't let the tail wag the dog, uh, so to speak, with the media. They're going to be hacks for the for the mainstream uh, or for, not for the I mean, they're going to be hacks for the liberal establishment. They're going to do whatever the ruling regime uh, once them, they're going to parrot whatever talking points they want from, uh, from the ruling regime. We can't worry about it, but we got to remember that the, the mainstream media is no longer mainstream. I call them the legacy media. Joe Rogan has more people downloading his podcast than CNN has total viewers during the day. Uh, Newsmax, I was on there for election night coverage. Our ratings at Newsmax, uh, for, for the program I was on that night, it beat CNN. 
we have talk radio, we have podcasts. So the legacy media has, is, is making itself irrelevant. So we can't worry about it. What we have to do is we've got to get the oversight investigation. We've got to have the hearings. We've got to have these witnesses testify under oath. And that way we'll be able to give, uh, we'll be able to give material and we'll be able to expose a lot of this and we'll, we'll do it not through the legacy media, but we'll do it through, uh, we'll, we'll do it through the new media, talk radio, Fox, Newsmax, Ben Shapiro, Joe Rogan, you name it. Uh, The message will get to the people. Do you have to worry about the charge that you guys are wasting your time uh, chasing Hunter Biden around instead of reducing inflation? Because that's the way it's going to be portrayed. Well, why are you wasting time on going after this poor guy when, you know, people are struggling? We got to punch back. Look, and look, the people that are they're going to complain about that are the people that ran around for four years saying there was, there was Russian collusion right, in the 2016 right. election. The same people that say we're not focused on inflation, the same people that their number one priority last week in Congress was uh, codifying same sex marriage, which has been the law of the land for the last seven years. So, so we need to tell them to spare me the hypocrisy. We can fight inflation by stopping unnecessary spending, and we can do oversight investigation at the same time. We've got numerous committees in the House. Um, we, you know, there, uh, we have, we're going to have a majority of 200 and likely 222, 223. There's enough of us to do both at the same time. Do you have to worry about it backfiring, though, again, because I know you, 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 uh, you, you said what you, how you feel about the legacy media, but is there a uh, line you have to worry about crossing when it comes to these investigations? Because a lot of the people who voted for uh, the Republicans uh, voted for it because, well, they are Republicans and they're strong Republicans and they're sick of all the investigations of Donald Trump and other Republican people <clears throat> and they want to see it turn the tables. But I guess what I'm asking is, how do you toe that line uh, of it not backfiring and making it look like that's all you guys are all you guys want to do and still accomplish what you want to accomplish, which is expose what the Biden family did for all those years. Right. Right. Well, look, I think you control a lot of that through your demeanor, the kind of questions you don't, you don't want to demean somebody. You want to seem, you want to have everything above board uh, during your line of questions and having litigated cases in front of juries I'm very cognizant of that, and my colleagues are very cognizant of that. But I truly believe that through this investigation, we're going to expose the corruption that that has uh, that has wrapped Hunter Biden up. We're going to be able to expose a lot of the just malpractice and negligence by my work at the southern border, and we're going to be able to expose a lot of the uh, double dealing of Fauci and the cover up of of the origins of COVID nineteen and the gain of function research that he was. Um, that, that he was supporting at the Wuhan Institute of Virology through EcoHealth Alliance. So we're going to be able to show a lot of that. We don't have to be abrasive, but what we need to do is we need to elicit the facts and get those out to the American people. And what? explain how the uh, setup for all the committees changes now that you guys are in control. Yeah, so what happens is you have a change of what's called ratios, and the ratios are determined, they're negotiated by the speaker and the minority leader. So right now, Pelosi has the ratios stacked in her favor. Even though, remember, Pelosi's majority is only about 220, 222 right now, yet the ratio on a lot of the committees have the Democrats grossly outnumbering the Republicans. So we're going to be able to turn around and say, hey, this was good enough for you for the last four years, so we're going to use these these ratios and we'll have Republicans stacked on the committees, meaning we'll control. Uh, they won't be able to uh, vote down our amendments. They won't be able to vote down our legislation. The chairman will be a Republican, of course, that will d- determine what bills run. So it's a huge, it's a huge deal um, to get those ratios changed and to take the gavel from the chairman and hand it from, the, from the Democrat chairman and hand it to the Republican chairman. Um, we're talking to Guy Reschenthaler, who represents the 14th district in, in the House of Representatives. Um, <clears throat> I got to ask you about the uh, the Freedom Caucus. I guess um, there's some. There, I don't know if you would call it flame throwing, but there's some there's some people who are really pushing hard for some drastic measures to be taken, um, in, including uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's introduced a resolution. She wants to audit audit the spending in Ukraine and doesn't want to send another dollar to mm-hmm. them until she's satisfied with where all the previous dollars have gone. Where, where do the rest of the, uh, the, the, the people in your caucus 
fall on that? How 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 serious would they be about that? So Mar- Marjorie is a friend of mine. And I know what she's saying. She's basically saying that we need to have some oversight of this money. Uh, and Kevin McCarthy is saying the same thing. Very few Republicans want to cut funding to Ukraine. At the end of the day, we need to make sure that that uh, Russia is defeated and that our sister democracy in Ukraine is protected and defended. But sending them all this money and all this equipment without supervision is foolhardy. We have we have uh, the SIGAR. Special Investigative General or Special Special Inspector General of Afghan Reconstruction, Sigar. Obviously, they're not doing anything right now because we're not reconstructing Afghanistan. So why don't we take that institution and change their mission to oversee the funding in Ukraine? That's a very easy fix. We know there was tons of waste, fraud, and abuse in Afghanistan. There's probably some waste, fraud, and abuse with the spending going on in Ukraine. That's why we need to have uh, a Sigar-style body that oversees that. But no one, very few people, I should say, are saying that we should cut funding to Ukraine. At the end of the day, I think we actually need more assistance uh, to Ukraine. And when I say assistance, I mean lethal aid. We should get, we should have got, got them the MiGs long ago. We should have got them long range missiles. We should, should have been jamming uh, the electronics of the Russian military. We should have been doing a lot of that earlier on. Um, and I guess my question would be, why does it take someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene or you or anyone else to speak up about it or to to shout loudly about it? Uh, why wasn't it done in the first place? I mean, why why is there any question about where any of the dollars went? Shouldn't that be known as it's going out the door? That that is a great question. We've been asking for oversight from, from the beginning of this. Uh, unfortunately, we were not the ones that were drafting the bill. Um, and that's what happens when you're in the minority. The Democrats in the House won't be drafting the bills next term. We weren't drafting them this term. So, um, it, but that, I mean, look, we're going to make sure that we have oversight on this spending. Kevin McCarthy has uh, said that Alexander Mayorkas, the, uh, the secretary, DHS secretary, should resign. Uh, do you agree with that? And if he doesn't, should he be impeached? Yes, I, I agree with both. Look, my or- we're going to call my Orcus in so much to testify before House committees that he's going to have a reserve parking spot in the plaza. Uh, so is Fauci. So is Hunter Biden. Uh, get real used to, and accustomed to these committee rooms, gentlemen, because you're going to be sitting in those chairs for hours on end as we ask you questions under oath. But as far as, far as my Orcus, my Orcus should he should resign. The southern border is an absolute failure. My Orcus is a failed cabinet secretary. I would be embarrassed if I had his record. Um, so he can he can either resign or we'll have hearings. We'll show how incompetent he is, and then we'll impeach him. Uh, so I think that it's time for us to start to go on the offensive on these incompetent administrative officials. And, and by the way, I the, labeling them as incompetent is generous. I actually <laughs> think that they are on purpose leading to this chaos of the southern border and there's numerous reasons for that i could easily speculate as to their motive but um at worst or at best it's incompetence at worst it's actually designed to hurt the united states that's pretty scary um and uh i guess uh president trump officially i guess you would say opened the uh the 2024 campaign last week by announcing that he's running how much of a fight should we expect for that nomination and how much um, uh, how divided will people be, not just uh, the, those of you in Congress, but just Republicans ge- in general? So I think I really think that this is President Trump's election to lose, both in the primary and the general. I, I think that if you see somebody challenge the former president, like Ron DeSantis or somebody else, what will happen is you'll have other individuals jump in. Mike Pompeo, for example, uh, Mike Pence. Uh, there, there's a, there, we've got a very deep bench. Ted Cruz, for example. So you would have all those people jumping in, and what it would do is it would split the anti-Trump vote, and Trump would still win. So I'm very bullish on the president getting through the primary, and I'm very bullish on him win, winning in 2024. We've seen the failure of the Biden administration. People are seeing it every day when they're pumping gas um, at the gas station. They're seeing it every day with the grocery bill, the heating costs. They're seeing the embarrassments on the uh, on the uh, international stage, the chaos of the southern border, crime rates going up. President Trump will win in 2024 when he gets through the primary. That's a, that's a good point. I guess uh, the, the the Democrats would love to see a fight, and so would the media. 
uh, and all that will do is just help the Democrats. Um, so I, I am out of town, Guy. I, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, have a good Thanksgiving, and I'm sure we'll talk again. I always enjoy it, John. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care. Okay, thank you. That's Guy Reschenthaler. He is the congressman from the 14th District. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The person arrested in a Colorado nightclub shooting does not want to be referred to as a man. The alleged shooter facing possible hate crime charges in the fatal shooting of five people at a Colorado Springs homosexual nightclub says he is non-binary. This according to the suspect's defense team and court filings. And several standard motions filed on behalf of Anderson Lee Aldrich Tuesday. Public defenders refer to the suspect as MX Aldrich, noting in footnotes that the 22-year-old is non-binary and uses they-them pronouns. Officials have not answered questions about any evidence suggesting the shooting was a hate crime. Tasha Stevens reporting. Aldrich makes a court appearance today from jail via video. On Wall Street now, stocks are higher. The Dow is up 139 points. The Nasdaq ahead 123. This is SRN News. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code S-A-L-E-M. Use code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cash back's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Okay, we admit it. Pittsburgh is famous for steel. But what about all the other things we're famous for? Take 1980, when we invented the emoticon. How's that for a smiley face? And the terrible towel. Come on, who else can turn a common household item into a sports icon? The Big Mac? Yeah, that was us in 1967. See, we figured if we like it, so will America. And boy, were we right. You get it. We get it. But this station gets you. AM 1250. The answer. Whose rule book do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rule book and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Supply chains are loosening and inventory is arriving at Pitt Cycles, and now's a great time to celebrate with the purchase of a brand new ride. This is John Sagerwald. Pitt Cycles showrooms are bursting with selection. Over 228 models from Indian, Triumph, BMW, Royal Enfield, KTM, and now to the end of the year, get a stylish Noru Marucci leather riding jacket free with your purchase of a new street bike in Warrendale, next to Jurgles at PittCycles.com. Pitt Cycles! Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com, and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. 
We have a crash on 376 inbound before you get to Ridge. It's jammed up from Robinson Town Center Boulevard. A crash in Shaler on East Elfin Wild Road approaching Route 8. A crash in McCandless Township on Blazer Drive at Pine Creek Road. It's jammed on the Parkway East inbound between Grand Street and the Fort Pitt Bridge. Inbound again from Greensburg Pike to the Scroll Hill Tunnel outbound from Forbes Avenue to the Edgewood Avenue overpass. The Parkway West inbound is jammed the Parkway Center Drive to the Fort Pitt Tunnel outbound Route 19 to Carnegie and outbound again Eckerd Street to the McKees Rocks Bridge. I'm Ann Evans. That's look at your traffic. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. We'll see a star-studded sky for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 28. Thanksgiving Day tomorrow, partly sunny skies. The high 57. Tomorrow night, considerable clouds with a shower around from late evening on the low 42. If you plan to do any shopping on Friday, take an umbrella with you. It'll be cloudy with a couple of showers. We'll reach a high Friday of 49. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. I'm sure you've heard about the uh, shooting out in uh, Colorado. I believe it was Saturday night. Uh, Fifteen, not 15, five people killed in the shooting and injured uh, 18. I think some from the shooting itself and also from the stampede of people trying to uh, get out. Um, And um, the guy was... The guy was identified who did the shooting as Anderson Lee Aldrich. It's a 22-year-old guy. So, <clears throat> you know, this was uh, obviously since it was a uh, an LBGTQ-oriented nightclub, I think they were having uh, drag queen shows there, that kind of thing. Uh, the media reacted the way you would expect the media to react. Um, and uh, I have some examples of some of those reactions. Um, here's uh, this is a guy named Brandon Wolf. He was interviewed on Amanpour and Company on PBS. I believe this was yesterday. He is Brandon Wolf, press secretary for Equality Florida. You know, in response to Saturday's shooting, you tweeted, and I want to read, um, we don't know the motive yet, but let's be honest, the anti-LGBTQ hysteria being whipped up in this country has had me checking over my shoulder more than I have in six years. Tell me about that kind of, well, I guess, lack of safety that you feel. Why do you need to look over your shoulder right now? What, what, is, what is the fear? Well, it's, it's a scary time to be an LGBTQ person in this country. I live in the state of Florida. Uh, and it's not just, you know, the extremists in different parts of our state that have been whipping up this anti-LGBTQ frenzy. It's powerful people in our state. It's it's the governor of the third largest state in the union who is trafficked in some of the darkest and ugliest tropes in the books. And by the way, he's continued to do that. People, right-wing influencers around this country have continued to do that even as the temperature has risen. People are afraid because there are armed protesters showing up to drag brunches, places where, you know, we're just having a mimosa, eating eggs with our friends. Uh, have now become the front lines of a battle, a a culture war. Uh, People are afraid because there are white supremacists being arrested outside of pride festivals in places like Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, uh, threatening to commit acts of mass violence. People are afraid because children's hospitals in Boston and other cities uh, have suffered bomb threats over the last couple of years, having to install metal detectors and airport security like terminals to keep people safe in those hospitals. And people are afraid Because at the end of the day, we know where this rhetoric takes us. It's not the first time the LGBTQ community has found its back against the wall. And it's not the first time we've seen the deadly consequences of this kind of hateful rhetoric. So people are afraid because we know what happens next. Yeah, they know what happens next. So that's one uh, reaction. That's Brandon Wolf, uh, press secretary for a group called Equality Florida. Excuse me. Uh, This is Brandy Zadrozny. She was on NBC News. Uh, I guess she was on MSNBC, I believe, yesterday. Uh, she's a senior reporter for NBC. Brandy, explain that when you hear that, your reaction to it, and then kind of walk us through how, how rhetoric online, rhetoric from politicians can ultimately trickle down into real life and seeing examples of what happened over the weekend. Yeah, the response is heartbreaking. I mean, it's a group of marginalized, vulnerable people who are um, disproportionately 
the victims of this, these sort of hate crimes who are just simply saying, please stop. Mm. Please stop making money and gaining political power on our backs and on, on violence against us. And seemingly the answer from everybody is no, we won't stop that because it's too politically expedient or it makes us too much money and we don't want to or we don't know how. Um, I've been following this since about March and April. We follow, you know, online hate trends, I guess. And since mm -hmm. April and March, really, the LGBT community has been the main focus of this hatred. It starts, it, there is a pipeline. It starts from some smaller accounts online, like Libs of TikTok. It moves to the right-wing blogosphere, and then it ends up on Tucker Carlson, or it ends up out of a right-wing politician's mouth. And it's a really dangerous cycle that, that does have real-world consequences. Real world, real world consequences. So one more for you. This is MSNBC analyst uh, Frank Fig Figliuzzi. He's also a former FBI agent. Prosecutors and police, they found quickly what they needed. That means they know this was a biased crime. Th this is likely, and since we've heard reports that the subject isn't cooperating with police, that means they likely found clear and convincing evidence on his devices. If he's a consumer of the people we just rattled off, from Lauren Boebert to Tucker Carlson, let's get it out. Let's get it out at trial. Let's expose it for what it is, name it and shame it. He's a consumer of these people, and those people should, should face civil consequences from the victims. Um, the other thing they, they want to deny is not only the, the safe harbor, but the way we resolve this. And by that, I mean, you know, you asked earlier, how do we how do we put a stop to hate? Well, one of the things you would normally do is teach young children in school. Um, here's what race is about here. Here's what these other people over here who may seem different to you. Um, they have a different orientation. But you know what? Increasingly, states are saying, no, no, no. You can't talk about race or say the word gay or teach anything in, in school. Yeah, so uh, the guy, Anderson Lee Aldrich, 22-year-old uh, guy, he actually uh, he's, uh, might be a little bit uh, off. Uh, he tried to blow up a house or threatened to blow up a house with his grandmother in it, and uh, they let him go. Um, that was one thing about him. Now, there's a couple other things that were said about the, him after the shooting. Uh, this is a tweet from uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, tweet, after Trump elevated anti-immigrant and anti-Latino rhetoric, we had the deadliest anti-Latino shooting in modern history. After anti-Asian hate with COVID, we had Atlanta, Tree of Life, Emmanuel AME, Buffalo. And now after an anti-LGBT plus campaign, Colorado Springs, connect the dots, comma, geo, at GOP. So he, she's just coming right out and uh, just saying it's the... The, the Republicans' fault. Uh, that's not all. Here's the New York Times columnist, uh, Michelle Goldberg. She said the shooting, quote, seems hard to separate from the right's, quote, nationwide campaign of anti-LGBTQ incitement. Uh, and then there's uh, Brian Broom of the Washington Post. Each time these things happen, the right, uh, each time these things happen, the right wing go to is to blame, quote, mental illness, but it's right wing rhetoric that sparks these nightmares. And then there's this from the Southern Poverty Law Center, a group of insane people. Uh, they weighed in with this. The, the mass shooting at Club Q in Colorado Springs, which saw a 22 year old man charged with hate crimes and murder on Monday, came after years of intensifying anti LGBTQ rhetoric acts of violence and intimidation and discriminatory legislation from far-right individuals and groups, including powerful Republican politicians. Here's Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, this is I, this some of the stuff I uh, uh, attribute this to uh, PJ Media for finding all these quotes. Uh, this is uh, Whoopi Goldberg on The View. Words matter. Words matter, and people like Lauren Boebert, who you know has been in the forefront of dissing LGBTQ plus people, is now saying her prayers and thoughts go with the families. Well, they don't really need your prayers and thoughts. They needed your vo votes. That's what they needed. And so uh, that's just a few of the things that were being said about Anderson Lee Aldrich before it came out last night uh, from his defense attorneys. He has public defenders who said that Lee has declared himself non-binary. 
um, and uh, that he prefers the pronouns they and them. So he's uh, looking like he's pretty good chance he's, you know, it's only alleged right now, but it's looking like there's a pretty good chance that he's a mass killer. So and one of the stories that said that he uses, uh, he prefers they and them pronouns, I noticed that he was referred to as their, T-H-E-I-R, instead of him. Uh, or his, or however it should have been used at that in that sentence. So the guy shoots up a, 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 a club, kills a bunch of people, injures a, a lot of people, and whoever was writing the story, I wish I had saved it, I didn't. I think it was an MSNBC.com or maybe CNN.com. But anyway, in reference to him, they they honored his request to use the pronoun there, T-H-E-I-R, instead of him or her, he or him, because, you know, you wouldn't want to hurt the feelings of a mass murderer by misgendering him or using the wrong pronoun. This is the insanity that we're living in right now. So he's, all these people, will any of them apologize or will any of them backtrack at all on what they said about how this is the fault of Republicans? And, you know, what they refer to here as uh, anti-hateful rhetoric about LGBTQ people, they call what they refer to as hateful rhetoric is doctors um, mutilating kids who are, in some cases, under 15 years old um, in, because they, they, and they call it gender-affirming health care, or they're, it's, it's called hateful rhetoric when you think it's a little strange or maybe wrong to have a fat, ugly man dressed in what are supposed to be sexy women's revealing clothes dancing and twerking in front of their eight-year-old son. That's considered hateful rhetoric, you know, to question whether that's a good idea. You know, like, could you find better entertainment for the kid? You know, like, how about, I don't know, Bozo the Clown. Whatever happened to Bozo? You know, remember Bozo? Did you ever see that? It was a great Seinfeld episode when uh, Bozo the Clown was at a party and and he and he was he was uh, I guess some kids were afraid of him. Anyway, it was a great uh, great episode. If you just Google or try to find Seinfeld and I think it was Bozo the Clown uh, and George Costanza got in an argument with him. Anyway, it was great. But um, so yeah. This this the stuff that they're referring to as evil LG or hateful I should say uh, rhetoric about LGBTQ pe- people. You know uh, the word hateful is kind of a subjective thing, and they're not. No, you know, there's not anybody out there saying that uh, something should these people should be thrown in prison or that they should lose their jobs. And I'm talking about the LGBTQ people, the, the drag queens. I don't hear any Republicans saying that this guy should be hauled off uh, or he should lose his job or he should be canceled. But you're, you, that, you're not, you don't need to be canceled for putting on the show for these little kids. You need to be canceled for talking about the show that they put on for the little kids. Just think about the stupidity of that for about 30 seconds. So Anderson Lee Aldrich would like it if you would refer to him as there or they. Would you please honor his request? I'll be right back. Hey, one more time for Bath R Us. Uh, and it's bathrus.com at bath, the letter R, us.com. And uh, you need to uh, check them out if you've been thinking about doing something about your bathroom that you think is not living up to your standards. And maybe you're even embarrassed to have people go in it now if you have guests for Thanksgiving tomorrow. Uh, And maybe you don't want to have the same situation for Christmas. You'd like to have a nice, new, shiny bathroom for Christmas. Well, now's the time to schedule your free in-home estimate. And Bath R Us will transform any bathroom into the bathroom of your dreams. Uh, they have uh, every unit custom built, allows you to pick all premium accents and accessories. Bath R Us, they use uh, only products made here in the United States. Every single unit is installed by a certified factory technician, and they can get it done for you in days. And it's not an overlay. It's a transformation. 
Mason. So schedule your free in-home estimate. Get $1,000 off now, plus low to maybe no monthly payments. $1,000 off and low to no monthly payments. Call 412-752-6880. That's 412-752-6880. Or go to bathrs.com. Bath, the letter R, us.com to start loving your bathroom again. The left is politicizing our justice system. This is Ted Cruz. From the leaking of the Supreme Court's opinion on abortion to attacking parents who speak out at school board meetings, what we're seeing should make every American angry. That's why I wrote my newest book, Justice Corrupted, How the Left Has Weaponized Our Legal System. From Antifa riots to the Waukesha Christmas murderer, today our families are much less safe. Joe Biden is right now using the DOJ and the FBI to target his enemies, to storm President Trump's home, to harass parents and pro-life activists, and to target you. Equip yourself. My new book, Justice Corrupted, will arm you with the facts to hold your government accountable. Get Justice Corrupted, the new book by Senator Ted Cruz, wherever books are sold. Networth Advisors has a question for you. Is your retirement inflation-proofed? Here's what we mean. In retirement, chances are you're on a fixed income with variable expenses. So how do you not run out of money when the cost of just about everything continues to go up? You inflation-proof it. Beth Andrews and the team at NetWorth Advisors can show you strategies to help combat inflation so it doesn't outpace your retirement income. Call us today at 800-426-1428 to learn more. Inflation could take a huge chunk out of your retirement savings, but it doesn't have to. With some simple planning, inflation can go from being a major disruption to a minor annoyance. Call Beth Andrews and the team at NetWorth Advisors now to start inflation-proofing your retirement today. 800 426 1428. That's 800-426-1428. Networth Advisors LLC is a registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk. Firm offers insurance services. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-518-1985. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-518-1985 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-518-1985. What do you have to lose? Call 800-518-1985. Again, 800-518-1985. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, so I won't be playing in a Turkey Bowl football game tomorrow. Uh, That's a sad thing for me. Um, I'm a little old for it. Uh, But I, I played... We played every year until I was. I think. I think I played my last one when I was forty or forty-one years old. And um, I, I, I've been known to take a ride on Thanksgiving Day to see, uh, check out the fields in the in the area where I live to see if the kids are still not kids necessarily guys. I don't mean little kids. I mean you know twenty-five, thirty-year-old guys like we were when we played. Um, and I. I and and also younger because I started doing it when we were really young. We've had a, had a turkey bowl, and back then it was when we were really young. It was a tackle game, and uh, it was great. But as I got older, it became the old guys against the young guys, and it was the old old guys were you know we were twenty four, twenty five. The young guys were twenty, twenty one, and uh, we usually beat them. And I, when I say we played ball, I, I pick up sports were really uh, serious stuff for me because, uh, and all the guys I grew up with, um, we played serious pickup games where we really wanted to win. And our, and our Turkey Bowl games included, the, the team that I played on included uh, three or four Division I football, former football players. One of my good friends was the former WPIL Player of the Year, a running back, I'll say his name, Vince Russo from Mount Lebanon. 
he was on the team, and uh, some of his teammates from Virginia Tech uh, played on the team. So, and I played against guys who uh, played various levels. Uh, the, the young guys had a, a kid who was the quarterback for uh, at Grove City and a quarterback at Waynesburg. So they were Division three quarterbacks. So we were, it was serious stuff. If you showed up in tennis shoes, you were at the wrong game. You better be wearing spikes because everybody was taking it seriously. So we had a pretty good record of beating the young guys, and we had it was a serious game. And um, so one year, some of the a uh, uh, couple of the old guys um, knew were friends with Mike Wagner and Jack Ham, two guys you may have heard of who played for the Steelers. And they were retired for a couple of years. And again, they were they were probably mid you know mid thirties, and and we still were were in pretty good shape. We were playing good, solid pickup football, touch football, at that point. So somebody invited um, Jack Ham and Mike Wagner to play, and they came. They played. They played one day, and uh, they I was on the same team with them. They were on the old guys team, and. Um, <clears throat> We lost. <laughs> I think it was the first game we lost ever to these guys because they were on. I don't know. Maybe these guys had a little bit of trouble getting excited and getting up for the game, you know, after playing in four, and winning four Super Bowls. But, you know, uh, and they tried, but they didn't they didn't help us. So uh, the next year after that, we recruited another former Steeler who had retired, a guy you may have heard of, Lynn Swan. He played quarterback for us. And we won that game. And I'm sure he completed a few passes to me. So um, that was the history of our turkey bowls, and it was serious stuff. And I always felt like I, 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 could, I could hold my own against guys like that because I was, pretty, I was okay. I was pretty good at, at doing that. If they, if they put on the pads and were allowed to hit me, I would have run for the car and called my mother. There's no, there's no way I'm doing that. But I, if it's just touch football and it's – you know, I could play a little quarterback. I could throw the ball pretty well. Uh, we had a good time. I, I think John Banizak played with uh, with us a few times in uh, in, a, in a non-Turkey Bowl game, um, and so you know, it was it was good fun. But uh, one of the problems that you have when you have a former Steeler and, a, and a, including a Hall of Famer or two show these are guys are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. They're playing in our Turkey Bowl. They have a tendency not to take it as seriously as we did. And that, so it's actually not that big of an advantage to have Lynn Swan. And he didn't play wide receiver for us. He played quarterback. Uh, and he did try, and he was pretty good. He was pretty good. I don't remember if he ran for any big gains, but he could throw the ball. And, uh, and we came back and won after having been defeated. Uh, and I blame that one loss directly. I put the blame directly on uh, Jack Ham and Mike Wagner. And I... And I hope they're not listening right now because they might be outside waiting for me for blaming them. But, I, you know, I'm not taking the blame. I'm putting it on them. I mean, look at the record. We won every year. And then we get two, We get a Hall of Famer and another really, really good all-pro player in Ham and Wagner on our team, and we lose. So I've, I've never gotten over it, really, and I'm going to be sad tomorrow when I'm eating my Thanksgiving dinner. But I hope you have a good one. I'll talk to you Monday. John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.